0: The Exigent Legal Tech Mashup Podcast is a convergence of differing and opposing points of view that bring together legal operations, commercial, data and tech. In these lively discussions, we show you how alternative legal service providers, ALSPs, can help transform your organisation by leveraging technology and data analytics. Listeners will walk away with an understanding of how this powerful combination can directly impact your bottom line, help you extend the influence of your legal department and provide you with an understanding of how AI can be leveraged to help identify opportunity and mitigate risk. Thanks everyone for rejoining us again for our last session at Exodus virtual online innovation summit you've joined the solve your problem session just to sort of lay the context for this session we did throw it out there to our attendees and our audience to see what problems they had interest in in solving and the overwhelming problem which came back was this problem around the COVID-19 situation. The whole purpose and focus of this session is going to be hopefully sharing some intelligence, thinking and practical ways you could perhaps deal with it or help deal with it within your organisations. Rico? Thank you so much, Simon. Thanks everybody for, for sticking with us. Greetings uh, from Cape Town, from Alex and myself. Today we really want to take you through a quick solve a problem session. This is this is uh, typically done really well in person. So today we'll use the benefit of technology to really talk about a problem statement that came from one of our attendees today, really around, is there new thinking or new intelligence that can help us? What What should we be learning? What should we be thinking about in addition to the kind of standard fare that we are currently seeing in our inboxes and you know on, on on webinars, so we want to take a slightly different approach. And since this is the last session of the summit, we we will be liberal in doing so. So really, let's let's jump straight into that. So. Our perspective is you've got the two kind of four front of mind ways that these problem-solving sessions could run. You know, and this is how many problems around the world are being solved. It's design thinking, and you've got the five main phases of design thinking. We think that process is best described by the cartoon on the right, frenetic energy at the start with the ideal easy landing towards the end. And that really is about problem finding. Then we've got the agile methodology, which is really about problem solving. And the, the little illustration there, small little red block and the, the voice that says, and the little red thingy is our agile project, right? So caught between sprints and iterations. And these models are really good. We have built a slightly different model, which is effectively called the straight to the cheese principle. So our problem solving method also has five steps. And this can be applied in, in the current uh, COVID-19 or the black swan moment, or it can be applied really to any modern problem facing the legal uh, the legal industry. You first understand and analyze the impact this will have to get your impact group. You test the strength of your current systems. You make a recommendation about whether to improve, whether to train or retrain, or whether to replace systems, technology, and people. Once you've made that decision, you can test the logic. And once that is Embedded in the organisation and is working, or you are seeing results from that, you can integrate with other systems. So, in the in the light of of, of COVID-19, you know we we've done that analysis, analysing the impact, and really our impact chain consists of four things: customers and revenue, employees, supply chain, and data. Really, the four key key aspects. So today with the problem statement around what is some of the new thinking or some other things we should be thinking about, we've decided to to consider what is really current critical thinking and what will optimized thinking be. So the critical thinking is kind of the status quo. That's what's being done at the moment. You know, we have current responses are focused on revenue protection and revenue maintenance around maintaining, you know, your contracts, making sure they are aligned up, make sure you've got the right analysis of those provisions, but optimized thinking in the COVID-19 challenge, and which is, we think, sometimes being missed by by present logic, is focusing on the customer sentiment, your client sentiment, your internal valuation of your other stakeholders as a key performance indicator for better managing services or products. So at the moment, and where we will head to in the current crisis, is the necessity to understand your customer or your client base better and what impact COVID-19 may have on the sentiment towards your business. And this has been borne out by various industries. The restaurant industry, the banking industry, and other service-centric organizations are measuring or trying to measure increase or decreases in customers due to a sentiment analysis or sentiment influences. Something like observing your COVID-19 hygiene policies, your work from from home material you put online, any media reports about the organization. So aside from the current thinking around revenue, the key takeaway is that optimized thinking about customer sentiment is going to be critical. Now, the most important thing about customer sentiment as it is with, with analysis across any industry is that Place to start is actually the technology stack you already have at your disposal. So, what we've been doing is really working hard on taking effectively what sits in most of your systems today within the Office 365 environment to try and build a response or a product that will speak to that. It's easy to design, it's light to implement, and it has great results. To measure sentiment or do analysis, we've created a very easy Microsoft Forms intake document that your clients, your stakeholders, your business partners can complete. That feeds it straight into a Microsoft Flow or Power Automate sequencing, which has been pre-built. A lot like the robotic process automation we are reading a lot about in the moment, which triggers various information requests and pulls and ultimately generates a large database of customer sentiment. We, we typically deploy on, on something like SharePoint. It's quite easy and quite light to use. And then the real point at the bottom left is a visualization about your vendor or your client satisfaction. So we've adjusted that and taken a of insight from the retail and the marketing sectors where it's not just about if a customer or a client is a net promoter of your services. But what is the ease of engagement and the experience satisfaction that they have when they engage with you? And that is true for law firms. It's true for in-house legal teams. And it's certainly true for any business that wants to be more competitive and remain relevant post COVID-19. So your response to this crisis, the way you ingest information can pivot around the Microsoft stack. And that is something that we don't think is being discussed enough under the present circumstances. So first point, client satisfaction is not uh, focused on enough. We believe that that is a critical thinking point to start on today. Let's move on to employees quickly. Now the current logic and thinking in COVID-19 is that we obviously must equip our employees to be remote working, work from home policies. And critically, we need to be able to monitor productivity and utilization, right? That's That's the present logic and that's where we see the focus line. But the optimized thinking must address a very important challenge. Now, in 2013 already, the Great Business School Phase 2 study identified that remote meetings generate 30% fewer ideas than in-person meetings, and in fact, an in-person instruction has 35 times more effect than an online instruction or online request. So while we have moved into a new normal and will not have the same regime in terms of uh, meetings and remote working, we need to focus now on improving online decision-making and idea generation to be able to maintain and manage a proactively productive, but remote workforce. So we've put a few ideas on screen. The three key aspects that we are seeing in consulting outlines during this time is the ability to actually visualize options or choices real time, the ability to vote or decide and have insight into that decision-making process. And then ultimately, quite contentiously, a corporate client, a law firm, or a, a industry's ability to encourage but manage social communication via dedicated apps and channels. So we're all switching to Teams and Zoom, Slack, and all of those other types of interactive tools. Now, the focus needs to be, at least in our problem-solving statement, let's visualize options. So Microsoft's Whiteboard is a great example of that. The ability to actually cross-collaborate, design workflows, design diagrams, sketch and participate in real time. Something like SurveyMonkey, which is an easy integrator, allows us to reach decisions by consensus and measure that decision during any online session. And a great tool that we've been we've been experimenting with recently in, in a different context is Google Hangouts, which is a contained environment that you can actually encourage and bridge that distance gap that employees will face if they are ultimately moved remote, potentially permanently. Supply chain. Really contentious, something which is being published uh, quite a lot about. Some interesting stats have come out of the Harvard Business Review publishing the Resil Inc. studies. Now, you can see that of the top 1,000 companies out there in the US and Europe, more than 12,000 facilities are currently based inside COVID-19 quarantine areas between China, Italy, and South Korea. And you can see the industries, automotive machinery, consumer goods, electronics, and even life science and health quite critical in the current struggle located in quarantined area. By the same token, if we just look at quarantined areas inside China, you can see the number of companies that are based inside those areas. And complicated industries such as circuitry, batteries and hardware manufacturing is fundamentally altered by the current crisis. So, Again, we're moving to critical thinking, and the critical thinking in the market today is let's ensure supply chain stability. We read a lot about digital supply networks, a lot of material around making sure that every part of your supply chain is tracked and barcoded so you can build a data management strategy, and also the need now to have an alternate supply strategy, to measure alternate suppliers, measure the possibility of engaging them in the time of crisis. Now, we propose in a different problem-solving mode that we need to think about firstly building that complete visibility over contractual supply with proper contract management because as much as we want to ensure a future supply chain stability we also need to understand our current contractual strengths and weaknesses and building a visibility strategy around that is going to be critical. Secondly, introduce risk reduction scoring as an active part of supplier management so risk reduction, again, we many of our sessions today focused on the rise of AI, business analytics, the quantification of risk. It's important to allocate a weighting or a rating to your risk that is built into any one of your supply relationships. That might be a perceived risk, your own understanding of what your corporate uh, or your, your firm's risks are, but it needs to be affected against any other supplier so that you have got this, this broad picture. And finally, building predictive modeling capabilities into your existing systems. The current way of thinking is to find the next app, the next piece of software, the next piece of of equipment. But in fact, with a lot of what you have in your stack today, the knowledge you have contained today, you could build a quite uh, accurate predictive modeling system if you use the data to maximum effect. Let's look at at what that looks like. We have four of of the ways that we approach that problem on screen. We'll start at the top left, which is a vendor value comparison analysis. Now, broadly, what this means is a client will select any one of their suppliers. In this case, this is how a client actually manages their their law firm panel. They select a provider, and they based on the number of hours or the product range or the categories. They get an estimated prediction of cost. They can compare that against any of the other suppliers in their particular field. And on the right, you'll notice a measurement of things like engagement satisfaction, SLA compliance, and forecasting accuracy and cost efficiency. What this means is in times of crisis, at certain points, a client or a company is willing to forego things like satisfaction or ease of use for consistent value. Now, moderate deviation from the SLA in terms of delivery or product volumes might be acceptable in a difficult situation, but you need to know that in a single easy-to-use visual. And that's what we've created in the top left. In the top right and the bottom right are screenshots from our chameleon contract management system. And what they depict is really the requirement that you need easy access to all of your agreements in a centralized location. This has to also be easy for anybody who's not comfortable with your contracting environment, who might be new, who might be a remote worker, who has just started and might not have any contract management or data management experience. So ours is quite visual. It's an easy way to access contracts, to search those contracts and to get to the information if you need to validate certain of your assumptions. At the bottom right is a quick alert list. It's important that a user has the ability under these current conditions to edit and change and set more alerts and new alerts in relation to actions according to their supply chain or their contractual reality, right? What that means is If we have an event that occurs, for example, in South Africa, we entered a full lockdown five days ago. That means that the conditions that were true and were relevant for our contracts five days ago are not going to be relevant today and will not be relevant once the the lockdown is lifted. That means users constantly have the discussion about whether or not my supply chain is competent to deal with my product requirements, but they must be able to shift and move on an almost daily basis. And you as the user and as the client need need the power to do that. Bottom left, something we've been speaking about today, exigent scarlet search is the ability to search across a vast range of unstructured information to hit a particular data point or a particular target. As an example, as your supply chain is faced with lockdowns or supply difficulties, you might want to search for a different location. You might want to find out if I've got any agreements governed by the laws of South Africa versus Australia versus India, because that might have an impact on, on what you're able to do and not do with these agreements as, as this challenge unfolds. So the supply chain is 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 tricky and the optimized thinking is not just around alternative sources. The, alternate solution is really around full visibility of contracts, managing the contract risk on a day-to-day basis, and being able to go deeper than just the normal contract management and storage solution. So we've we've really rushed through three of those. And we think that one of the critical ones is, in fact, the data, right? We've seen that that has uh, been left behind in many ways in the current crisis. As people are rushing to move resources off-site, they've introduced bring-your-own-device policies that have not been carefully thought out and that have not been fully implemented. And the critical thinking at the moment in the market is around how do we secure entry-level and mid-level employee systems when working from home, working in isolated conditions, working in a new environment? And how do we then maintain, importantly, maintain data protection measures and business continuity plans? The optimised thinking and the way we think that there's a new a new way to uh, view or look at this problem is threefold. The first is companies need to consider adopting privacy enhancing techniques or PETS. There's a lot of material about PETS in the market, and it is really the pseudo anonymity that allows us to interact with fewer personally identifiable information components. And at its base level, something like a sophisticated VPN is really a part of that thinking. Not a word that you would often use around around corporates. It's usually regarded as something you need when you visit a country where you can't watch Netflix of choice. But VPNs are are moving into this privacy enhancing technique space in a big way and will become a part of our future going forward. Secondly, real-time compliance monitoring tools. These don't have to be bulky implementations. They don't have to be massive. They could be agile and light, and we'll talk about an example of that in just a minute. And finally, the critical point that is being missed today and what we are finding, and this has been borne out by the OpenVPN IT Leaders Survey of 2019, is that 44% of companies do not let the IT team take the lead role in developing the remote work security policy. If we consider the impact of things like GDPR, uh, the new California codes and data protection rules in Australia and South Africa, for example, it is a fundamental flaw to have a policy that deals specifically with data integrity and system security, not run by the team that is ultimately responsible for maintaining and creating that infrastructure. So let's go to a few examples of where we believe uh, a new solution could lie. And again, you know, as Exigent, we we work with different technologies and tools and often there are solutions out there that that work and often you know there are ways that we can support our clients and it depends on really where you are in in this COVID 19 journey but we just mentioned things like vpns Open VPN is a great example they published the study the ability to pseudo anonymize information will allow information exchange between your employees a lot faster and a lot quicker Aware, which is a real-time active monitoring uh, system which monitors not just your actual external threats from uh, software failings, from uh, vulnerability tests and penetration tests, but also your hardware. It combines something like your hardware replacement schedule your asset register with current external uh, threats to give you a kind of broad visualization on what your compliance looks like in this new era of effectively remote data access and then finally i've got the accident logo up there because you know we're a certified iso delivery center we provide iso uh, consulting and We've seen that the data journey is not simply one that is fixed by buying a new piece of technology, installing another monitoring or COVID monitoring uh, app onto the office uh, network to monitor productivity. It is really about, can you consult and understand a data strategy that makes sense for your business? So really briefly, we've looked at the impact chain in our problem solving technology, You know, getting straight to the cheese. Looking at the affected business units, understanding what exists and what needs to be trained, what needs to be replaced, testing those and ultimately integrating those. So we've touched on four quick topics. The revenue journey is being addressed by current COVID-19 thinking. We believe the problem will truly be solved and you'll be allowed to come out the other side stronger if you focus on customer engagement and customer satisfaction in a way that the legal industry really hasn't done yet. Secondly, employee management and employee equipment has been the focus of thinking at the moment. Our vision is that employee engagement needs to be addressed as a primary challenge in order to sustain you post-COVID-19. Thirdly, the supply chain logic at the moment is really focused on alternate supplying and ensuring visibility over your complete supply chain. The problem is solved by actually understanding your historic contractual position because that will enforce your commercial decision making going forward and we talked about the exigent tools that could play a part of that journey and finally the data journey requires us to not simply think about the current systems and the current models of deployment it requires us to bring it to the table Consider the exchange of information and the realms of information protection and anonymity in a very different way to the standard uh, policies we've been used to. We have to look at real-time compliance monitoring of the entire hardware and software network. And finally, it's not just a game of tools and apps and APIs. It is really about speaking to somebody who's actually been down this journey. We've spoken at length today about AI, about data strategy and the tools and the tips and the tricks out there. But ultimately, these four components together, if you look at the optimized thinking around them, should present a clearer picture for you and your organization to try and help and overcome what is really a, a uh, epidemic with a significant impact on, on human life and will also have a significant impact on your business. But you can be better prepared if you if you deploy a strategy that thinks a little bit differently to what is presently out there in the market. And that is our, our solve your problem session for today. You've been um, subjected to some slides and not to my incessant scribbling on the big whiteboard. But I'm sure when we see each other in person next year, um, we will do this session in a very informative and a very exciting real time fashion. Thank you for joining us. This session was put together overnight. But I think that's just a really great way that articulates, Rico, and approach to any problem. Thanks so much, Rico. Thanks for listening to the Exigent Legal Tech Mashup Podcast. For more information, visit exigent-group.com. Subscribe to stay up to date with all future episodes.